0: Welcome to audio from Ballyhalbert Gospel Hall. Listen in as we open God's Word and share how it should impact our lives. We hope it blesses you. What would you have Jesus do for you? And just in the next few minutes, I'm just going to think about three people who came to Jesus with different problems which they needed a solution for. And we're going to think about those for the next few moments, okay? Um, The first one is found in Mark chapter 1, verses 40 to 45. Again, these are very familiar stories to us all. And this story is about the leper who came to Jesus. And this is what it says, Mark chapter 1, uh, reading from verse 40. Now a leper came to him, that is Jesus, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely. And to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city. But was outside in the deserted places. And they came to him from every direction. So just thinking about this leper. And he came to Jesus. And I'll put a wee subtitle over this. As this was the last hope for this leper. You know, we've been thinking about social distancing. It's become sort of a part of our language over these last 18 months or so. But here is a man who had a disease which lent a new meaning to social distancing back in those days. Perhaps he would have been walking around the countryside with a bell attached around him like, some, like a cow would, so people could hear him coming. And perhaps he'd be shouting out, unclean, Unclean so people would know that this man with leprosy was coming close so that they could get out of his way And if you were to say about social distancing to that man, it probably wouldn't be two meters He would probably be walking further and further away and saying am I far enough away from you now? And he'd probably get the cruel response. Well, we can still see you so no so he was an outcast from society Because of this terrible disease. And here he comes to Jesus. And see the reaction he gets from the Lord Jesus. He doesn't turn away. He doesn't run away from him. He doesn't tell this man to keep away from him. The Bible says he has had compassion on the leper. As he comes in this desperation to say, Lord, if thou will, you can make me clean. And the Lord Jesus touches him and says, I will be you clean. And the Bible says immediately, immediately the leprosy left him. What a wonderful savior. Compassion and power over this illness as this man comes, his last hope. And Jesus gives him the thing that he asks for. And of course, Jesus charges him not to tell anyone. But how happy would you be? How happy would you be that he can come back to society, can come back to his family, he can do the things that he couldn't do as a leper. And he goes and shouts the Lord's praise and tells everybody about what Jesus has done for him. How does that make us feel as Christians? That's how we should feel, isn't it? Tell everybody about what Jesus has done for me and for you. He has forgiven our sins. He has laid down his life, purchased the likes of me. What an amazing story. The second we thought I want to think about is found in the Gospel of Luke. And it's in chapter eight. And again, it's a very familiar story that we're used to. I've heard many times. It's Luke chapter eight and reading from verse 43 to 48. And this is a story of the woman who had the issue of blood. And it says, reading from verse 43, Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind, And touched the border of his garment, and immediately, there's that word again, her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceived power or virtue going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Isn't that a lovely, touching story of the Lord showing his compassion once again? And here is a woman who have put the wee subtitle over here. She was coming to Jesus as a last resort. She had tried everything over these last 12 years to try and sort out the problem that she had. She had spent all that she had on doctors, the very people who you would go to for something like that. And none of them could heal her. And she comes, and I put across this, that she's come with a timid faith. She wasn't out in front, pushing her way to get in front of Jesus, to tell him what she wanted from him. She just said, if I could just only but touch the hem of his garment, then I might be healed. And immediately she was healed when she touched only his garment. But Jesus knew that someone had touched him who needed him and who had an issue that needed dealt with. And amazingly, he says to her, be of good share. Your faith has made you well. Here she was hoping to come and do this in a timid way. And yet she's brought before everyone and tells them what has happened to her. You know, and maybe that's you. Maybe you're shy. Maybe you would find it embarrassing to come. As Let's be honest, we all would to come and confess our sins before one another. And you just want to come quietly to see if Jesus will forgive you, will heal you. I promise you, on the authority of God's word and through my own experience, Jesus will save you if you come to him, even in simple faith. When I came to Jesus, I didn't know everything. And people would tell you, well, baby, just kneel down and pray. Ask God to forgive you for your sins. And you know, I did it on my bedside one night. And immediately, there was a lightness in my spirit that I had never experienced before. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a university superstar. I'm just ordinary Joe Bloggs who came to Jesus. So I would encourage you, implore you, if you want to have your sins forgiven, you only need to ask. And you can ask privately, you don't have to do it publicly. But I can assure you that when Jesus does forgive you, you'll want to tell people about it, even the people you're sitting beside tonight. I would encourage you to do that. And finally, I just want to turn to Luke chapter 23, verses 33 through the 43 the last person I want to think about tonight now and here we are at Calvary this is what the Lord Jesus came to the world to do this was his destiny this is what he told his disciples was going to happen He was going to be taken, he was going to be tried, and he was going to be put to death. And he went and he fulfilled this. Not because it was his particular wish, but it was his father's will. And he did everything that his father would have him to do. So we'll read just from verse 33 here, please. And it says, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots, and the people stood looking on. But even the rulers, with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen one of God. The soldiers who also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. An inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This Is the King of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Even in agony, and I can assure you, being crucified to a cross, not that I have experienced it, but when you read about it, it wasn't meant to be a quick death, it wasn't meant to be a painless death, it was meant that the person on the cross was going to suffer, and probably in Roman days could have been left hanging on the cross to die for days on end, absolute agony. And yet, here the Lord Jesus is praying for forgiveness for those who have nailed him to the cross because they don't understand. They didn't understand who it really was. And even one of those who's crucified with him realizes that he doesn't have long left, realizes that None of them are coming down from that cross alive. Realizes that this is his last chance. And he confesses his sin. He tells the other thief there to say, Look, you know, we're here. We deserve to be here because of what we have done. I acknowledges. Jesus, innocent. This man has done nothing wrong. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus graciously saves him. Three experiences. One with a last hope. One as a last resort. And one as a last chance. I don't know whether any of those characters would resonate with you but I would pray that if the Lord is speaking to you tonight that you'll listen to him that you'll take that opportunity to turn your eyes to him and ask Jesus for what you would have him to do for you Our greatest problem, the problem that will keep us out of heaven, is our sin. That's why Jesus went to the cross. Because there he paid for all of my sin, for all of your sin, for the sins of the world. And his heavenly Father was satisfied with this sacrifice. Gladly it wasn't the end, because the Bible tells us that on the third day, Jesus rose again and is alive and seated at his Father's right hand, interceding for the likes of me and the likes of you. You see, it says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what God's word says. Jesus himself uh, told his disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. You see, there is no other way to heaven. It's only through Jesus. Simple faith brought these people to Jesus. The Bible tells us that we're saved by grace through faith not of ourselves lest any of us should boast. We have nothing to boast about. But we can boast in our savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. All this is about what we've been about tonight is just to try and to tell you all whether you're a Christian and whether you're not, if you're a Christian to remind you and if you're not a Christian to implore you to become one simple message is this, is that Jesus loves you and he gave himself for you. And he's just waiting for you to come and ask in simple faith to trust him, to have your sins forgiven. Just pray that the Lord will just bless his word to us tonight. And if you are not a Christian tonight, please just come to Jesus just as I did Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Would you forgive me? And immediately, it'll be done. So may the Lord bless his word once again. Let's just pray together. Gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, how can we even put into words, how can we even impress upon the heart of of men and women and boys and girls just how important it is that they come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we have your word um, and what it tells us, and we just thank you, Lord, for these three people, this leper, this woman, and this thief on the cross who came to you and who you showed grace to and saved and healed and blessed. And Lord, this is something that you will do for anyone who comes to you in simple faith. So, Lord, we just thank you for your love. We thank you for the sacrifice on Calvary's cross. And we thank you, Lord, that we are here still in the day of grace where you still love men and women and boys and girls and want them to be in heaven with you. So, Lord, just please give people the courage or the understanding or even the faith that they need just to come to you and to trust you for now and for all eternity we thank you again so much for your love and we just pray you will bless us lord as we go home after the meeting tonight just keep us safe and just encourage us in the fact that jesus loves us for we ask these things in his precious name the lord jesus christ amen